The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What a world! Welcome to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and no, Tony Casillas is not with me. It is Tuesday. Normally, the 750 drops today. Uh, we had some timing issues, so no new episode of the 750 coming to you today. But instead, we have brought to you a conversation that I had on the Locker Room app. Our friends at Locker Room, I joined them. Uh, well, we'll be doing them you know, about once a week starting now. So if you're on Locker Room, certainly follow me there. Uh, and we'll post those conversations here for you like we always do. Um, I have been traveling over the last couple of days i actually just kind of got back into the swing of things on tuesday went to oklahoma saw some family had a great time and obviously the kyler murray situation happened or, or the comment from kyler murray hit twitter hit the internet uh over the weekend i wrote about this for the site i know the jersey boys guys got into it on monday's episode i was listening to their episode on my drive back uh, great stuff that they do over there I, I love all of our shows here if you haven't subscribed yet what are you doing subscribe to the blog and the boys podcast network we are available on all major podcast platforms leave a rating write a review those things mean a lot to us uh seriously appreciate everybody that does that uh but so because it was such a volatile subject, I uh, wanted to have a locker room and kind of, you know, get get in with some people, go back and forth, chop it up. So that's what we did. Going to play that conversation for you right now. Uh, hope you enjoy. And like I said, if you want to join us on Locker Room for some live interactions, we obviously also do a lot of YouTube live streaming to be able to stream and interact with people as well. We appreciate all of you who join us there. Uh, we have big things planned for everywhere. We're trying to be in as many places at once and uh, we're getting excited and getting ready for the season. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, by the way, on the subject of looking forward to things, tomorrow on Wednesday, we will have a new episode, of course, of the NFC East mixtape and a new episode of Talking the Star with the guys coming later on in the day. Wednesday is a great double day uh, here on the network. But uh, something I'm excited about this week's NFC East mixtape with Brandon Lee Gowton and myself, we are discussing what ifs and the Cowboys what if that we're going to be talking about. And I will write about this as well is what if LP Laduserre had not been called for the snap infraction in Washington in 2018? Um, just to give you kind of a, a beginnings, you know, place where I want to go there 
if he doesn't get caught for that snap infraction, maybe Brett Maher ties it instead of hitting the upright. So maybe the score's 20-20. Maybe the Cowboys win in overtime. And if they win in overtime, I wonder if they still trade for Amari Cooper the very next day. Uh, so we'll explore that, and we'll explore a Philadelphia Eagles what-if as well. But for now, let's talk about Kyler Murray basically hating all over the Cowboys. Uh, so here it is, my conversation on Locker Room, talking Kyler Murray, the Cowboys, and everything in between. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, what's going on, everybody? Sorry about the delay. Had to get some tweets off to uh, to set the room up. Just, uh, you know, want everybody to feel welcome. You know, you got to get your tweets out and whatnot. Uh, Anthony joining us on the chat. What's going on, Anthony? Hope your day is going well. It's Tuesday. It's June 15th, 2021. Uh, obviously, hope everybody's having the best day that they possibly can. Hopefully, Portugal gets it done in the Euros today. I'm a Manchester United supporter. I've also checked out some Man U locker rooms as well. Uh, so rooting for Bruno and, of course, Cristiano. But uh, today we are here to talk about somebody else who wears, uh, you know, red, black, and white. And that is Kyler Murray, because Kyler Murray hates the Dallas Cowboys. Um, that's something that is kind of a new revelation. Um, we are going to post this as a podcast on the Blog of the Boys podcast network after the fact. So if anybody hasn't yet, make sure you do subscribe uh, to the Blog of the Boys podcast network. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. Those things make us happy. Uh, and we had our Jersey Boys guys talk about this on Monday. I have been traveling over the weekend into Monday. And so I haven't really had a chance to kind of flesh my thoughts out on this. I did write about it at bloggingtheboys.com. But in case you somehow did not see, um, Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals quarterback, again, as mentioned, um, thinks the Cowboys are, um, I don't know the permissions that we have uh, here on Locker Room. So I'll just say that Kyler Murray uh, said the Cowboys are not good, or rather that they were not good. He was asked, obviously, he is a DFW native, um, if he grew up a Cowboys fan, um, and he said no. He said they were always something that is very not good. It's a family show. We're trying to keep it PG-13 around here. Um, and a lot of people had a lot of things to say about this. Anthony says, kind of disrespectful what he said. I hope it fuels our players. And we beat them. That would be great. The Cowboys will play against uh, the um, the Arizona Cardinals themselves in week 17 of this coming season. Obviously, now that there are 18 weeks in the regular season, not their regular season finale, because those are all divisional games. And the Cowboys and Cardinals, by the way, used to be uh, division rivals for any of our younger fans that don't know. Um, but, you know, a long time ago, good old classic NFC East days. I, I don't really like... 
that's a that's a weird part of this to me. I don't I don't hold anything against the Cardinals. Like did Kyle, what, like did what Kyler Murray say upset me? I think it did like on a mild level, like just on the like the basic primitive level of being a Cowboys fan. Um, but I mean, I I didn't come away from his comments saying like, man, I hope the Cowboys beat the Cardinals. Like I really, you know, because I also didn't feel like Kyler was saying that the current Cowboys are bad. The the thought I feel like Kyler Murray expressed was that the Cowboys were bad when he was growing up. I mean, he's only 23 years old. Uh, so, I mean, if you think about it, he's right. <laughs> that That's the upsetting part um, about this as a Cowboys fan. And, and Kyler kind of, you know, picks and pokes, um, I think, at the insecurities that we have as Cowboys fans here in saying this because they have been really bad. Uh, when I wrote about this, I said this. I mean, like, I, I have written – in my career, several different ways to describe how long the Cowboys Super Bowl drought is. And to be clear here, winning or not winning a Super Bowl is not the only uh, reason that justifies the Cowboys not being good or not being great in, in the last, you know, however long you want to put it, Kyler Murray's lifetime, I suppose. But the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, not only was Kyler Murray not alive, um, but the Baltimore Ravens did not exist. The Baltimore Ravens are a team that has won two Super Bowls themselves. When the Cowboys last won a Super Bowl, or you can put it a different ways, last appeared in an NFC Championship game at least, uh, John Elway did not have a Super Bowl of any kind. And now John Elway, you know, obviously has won two as a player and then began a whole new career. Uh, in player personnel and ascended to the top of that profession and became a general manager and built his own team that won a Super Bowl. Um, so I don't necessarily disagree with Kyler Murray. I think that what he said uh, was obviously harsh. Um, and, and I think, you know, anytime you use, you know, uh, that kind of jargon, that kind of language, it's it's going to rile people up. And, and I get it. I get that the Cowboys are a team and a franchise that has had this incredible amount of success but that success you know was over the first you know 30 to 40 years of their existence and since then they've been wandering in the desert I mean no pun intended with the um you know with the, the Kyler Murray thing here Xavier says here on our chat a family member played with Kyler in high school and I've never liked Kyler he's always just been a super talented but stuck up kid the comments are necessarily aren't necessarily the worst thing I think Xavier meant but the idea of a quarterback not having media training to take a different approach isn't surprising coming from him. Now, I will say this. I am a fighting Texas Aggie. So Kyler Murray has spurned me before. Um, and I get it if you have the take that Kyler Murray um, isn't media savvy because um, I, I tell this story a lot um, about Dak Prescott. This This has nothing to do with Kyler, obviously, but uh, for any Cowboys fan that remembers Ryan Switzer, the wide receiver that the team drafted out of North Carolina in 2017, when Ryan Switzer got married, he posted, you know, like all these guys do, you know, stuff from the wedding, everybody having a good time. Um, and I, I think it was, it might've been on Snapchat at the time, not in, not the Instagram stories uh, that have gotten more popular since then and just kind of taken over. Uh, but in this kind of selfie video that was happening, all these guys were on the dance floor together. And Ryan Switzer threw up the middle finger, just like, you know, I don't know what the audio was going on or what was happening. Maybe he was joking with whoever was behind the camera, but Dak Prescott was in the shot and Dak Prescott immediately put his hand up 
and just covered up Ryan Switzer's middle finger. Uh, and the reason being, to your point, Xavier, Dak is so keenly aware of what is always going on around him, what he's being seen with, what he's being heard with, etc. And Kyler, to this point, I mean, maybe not the wisest thing to say as an NFL quarterback, regardless if, you know, you think it was fair or not. Um, so it is what it is. We do have a speaker request. Uh, this is Tuesday, January 15th on Wednesday. If you listen to either the Blogging the Boys or Bleeding Green Nation podcast networks, you will get to hear him and myself chat it up as we always do on the NFC East mixtape. It is Bleeding Green Nation's Brandon Lee Godden, BLG. Welcome to the locker room chat. RJ, thanks for having me. Perfect time to antagonize some Cowboys fans, I figured. So I would just jump in here sure. and, and say that, I mean, is Kyler Murray wrong? I, I said he wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. like, so the whole, like, the the really sad part about this, BLG, and um, I know that you are deeper into Cowboys Twitter than you let on to people, uh, <laughs> but the, the really sad part about this, and I, I say this with love and affection for every Cowboys fan out there, is that, like, people were measuring, that people were like, well, they've been bad, you know, but they haven't been, like, as bad as he's saying. You know, it's like, no, you know, he he's right. Like, ultimately, he is right, and people, like, that's what upset them a lot. Uh, Ace Double uh, A says, he just kept it real simple, Kyler mm-hmm. from Texas, and he told the truth. Uh, we did have a take, BLG, the Jersey Boys guys on, on the Blog and the Boys podcast network said this, that if if you want to come away with like any anti Kyler take, it's that he might be a bit of a bandwagon fan, just as, as like a sports fan, which is fine. But he wasn't wrong about what he said about the Cowboys. I don't think. So the two teams with longer NFC championship game drops. Do you know who those are? I do. It's the Detroit Lions and the Washington Football Team. Yeah, and it, those were both 1991. But the thing about the Detroit Lions and the Washington Football Team is those franchises are viewed as like jokes. Like they are. Like aren't like wrong to say? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, you jumped in late. I said this. Um, like I've I've put this as many ways as I can think over the time that I've been blogging and podcasting. But like. Um, like the last time the Cowboys even appeared in an NFC championship game, which just so happens to coincide with the last time they won a Super Bowl, Marvin Harrison was in college. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the same Marvin Harrison who played a whole NFL career, won a Super Bowl himself, um, sat out the mandatory, you know, period of, you know, in retirement and was enshrined into the pro football hall of fame. You know what I mean? Like it's. Kyler is not wrong. And a lot of people were like, yeah, well, you know, when Kyler was growing up in 2007, you know, they were really good. It's like, yeah, they blew it. I mean, they were they had a really great regular season, but they blew it. And it's okay to say that out loud. I think it's important to bring this, like, to the, to the present. You know, it's not just about looking back. It's also a big reason, I think, why people don't take the Cowboys seriously, like, now. Like, going to the season – from the outside perspective, RJ, it's always like the Cowboys get a ton of hype in the preseason every year, but no one's actually scared of them, of actually them, you know, doing much in the playoffs. Like, okay, maybe they'll win the division. Sure. Maybe they'll even win a playoff game, but like no one is scared about them going on some kind of deep run. They shouldn't be. I mean, all of the evidence suggests that it won't happen to them, um, which is again, unfortunate. Um, Ace AA says Kyler's 24. He's seen a decent bit of the Cowboys for sure. Jonathan says he said nothing wrong. Played against Kyler in high school, so it is what it is. Uh, truth hurts. Yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, speaking of Ace AA BLG, he would like to join the stage. Ace, 
What is going on? Hope your Tuesday is going well. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I, you, you seem to agree with the idea that Kyler Murray, uh, or, or rather with Kyler you know, Murray and his idea, or, or you disagree. Where, where's your stance here? Well, you know, look, bro, I, I never, like, directly hated the Cowboys. I used to kind of like them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As a Steelers fan, I wouldn't really admit that. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Texas, so, like, I just like the Steelers more, but I always did catch a Cowboys game because, you know, that's what the fuck is on TV and shit. So, my bad. I don't want to curse on here that much because I don't know how your show is, but let me go ahead, Joe. So, like I was saying, uh, are you a Cowboys fan? I am a Cowboys fan. And so, there we but, go. Uh, you're, so, but you're like, that's why, like, nothing about the, the packaging of Kyler's comments was rough, obviously. So, look. Um, so, look. So, look. What I got to say is, I've always looked like the fans more, right? And it's never been about the team. And you know something? Even if the team has been good or or the team has actually had potential or I've actually somewhat cared about the team in some years, it's like the, the, with the obnoxious comments and, like, the way that the fans act. You know, because I see them live. I'm from here. So with the obnoxious comments, the way that the fans act, they just egg you on to dislike the team and slander the team and say they're not going to do anything. And especially they, the team gives you fuel, you know what I'm saying, to do that. And, you know, they, you know, the fans keep hyping them up, and they literally do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's literally a three-way, like, you're screwing yourself. Like, like three, you're screwing yourself in three different ways. It's ridiculous. I'm, no, I mean, you're, it's amazing. And, and, like, this truly is amazing, although not in the context of NFL greatness. But it, it is amazing that the Cowboys have maintained their level of popularity and their level of loyalty, Seriously. obviously, from their fans um, over, you know, this entire run. Um, every year, obviously, the Cowboys, um, you know, are at the top of Forbes's list of most professional, yes. most valuable yes. professional sports franchises. Every year, when I write that article for yes. our site, um, I note that they are like all the teams on on that list. You've got obviously the your Cowboys Manchester, are legendary, for, right? For, but you, but of all all the other teams there, like Manchester United, Barcelona, um, you know, Real Madrid, the Giants, the Patriots, the Warriors. Um, all of them, the Dodgers, the Dodgers recently have, have all won titles. Like, go Dodgers, go Dodgers. You know, right, recently. Yep. The only the only team that is ever in that mix, um, that you know, most valuable professional sports teams that has as long of a drought as the Cowboys is the Knicks. And so yep. – if, if, Right, I mean, and <laughs> yeah. that's – you know, they're valuable, cool, but – I mean, like BLG said a little while ago, I mean, the Knicks are regarded as a joke in the NBA, although not necessarily right now. But, I mean, the point is, Over like, generally team. that's how people view them. Right. And so, but that's, it's amazing that the Cowboys kind of hold this cachet and good for them. Uh, but that's why, like, what Kyler said is it's hard to, it's hard to disagree. Xavier's comment uh, here in our chat says, it's not the overall comment that was bad. It was the wording you can say that they weren't good in so many ways. And that's fine. Like, if you feel I mean, that Kyler could was a little bit, you know, he could have been more respectful. I don't want you know. to just say – I mean, because the thing is, he's – look, look at, the, at the end of the day, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a football player, right? He's a football player, whatever. So, you know, like, as a guy that's played – I haven't played in the NFL, almost every other – every other level, whatever. It's just like – when you when you play the sport, right, and you have such a drive or passion about the sport, seeing the seeing a team that's that's so disappointing, 
especially if you at some point maybe he maybe he kind of liked them, not like that was his favorite team, but maybe he liked them and he's so disappointed. You know, he plays the sport and he's got to see them multiple times. He's probably mm-hmm. just frustrated, and you know what I'm saying. And and maybe he just doesn't feel that like somebody bringing up that team is is best. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe he's just a sports fan like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but hey. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was anything really wrong with his wording, man. Because I'm gonna be real, like, what did you want him to say? Like, oh well, you know, they just kind of lost a couple games. <laughs> like, what, what do you want him to say? Like, I mean, he'd have to say like, the, like he had to, he could have just say they're very disappointing. I, I guess he could have said that, but like, I mean, he he, he really could have, thing. like, he he could have. I mean, he could have been more gentle, I suppose. But you're right. Like, he should he should totally be free and, and comfortable to live and talk and operate how he wants to. You know, what's interesting, uh, we actually had Kyler on the SB Nation NFL show in the week leading up to the Super Bowl. And, you know, the Cardinals blew the doors off the Cowboys last year on Monday Night Football. That was the first yeah. year the Cowboys played without Dak Prescott. And, you know, because you know how Twitter is. Uh, when Kyler, when this quote was floating around, everybody was was like dragging, like quote unquote, dragging Kyler for a really small stat line in that game. And when I talked to Kyler that week, um, I asked him about you know playing against the Cowboys because obviously he's from there, which is why this whole thing is so interesting. And he said that he was actually really upset after that game. Like even after the Cardinals destroyed the Cowboys, he said he was really upset because he felt like there was a lot more for him to take, like to, to you know, for him to have this great individual statistical game. Um, and so, I, I mean, I will say this. If I was an Arizona Cardinals fan, I would be so pumped because I, I, I love when quarterbacks have this killer mentality. And it does feel like Kyler Murray has it. Like, I like that Kyler Murray isn't bowing to the Cowboys' prestige and he's just kind of doing his own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the thing. But, like like I said, right, you know, with these, with these sports franchises, right, you know, it does surprise me that the Cowboys have kept it this long. But at the same time, it doesn't. Because when you look at it, right, just from wealth, they probably the wealthiest. You know what I'm saying? Uh, crazy stadium. You know, so like, like, and they and they still have the legacy. Like I always said with these NFL teams, right? If you are, it's a couple marquee franchises. Like, if, if you like the, if you the, if you the Packers, you the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Patriots. No matter if you suck, you always gonna have some kind of market or some kind of, you know, what I'm saying whatever because of historically what you are to the league, and not just from a money standpoint, but from a fandom standpoint. And just everything you've done for the game, you know what I'm saying? People are always gonna respect you in some type of way, even if you even if you literally suck. Yeah, like every- no, I mean, and that's that's I mean, even I mean, to be clear here, and I, I promise this is not me caping for the Cowboys, but generally they do not suck. Like you know, generally yeah. they They're are just, just disappointed, just right? Right, and so like. You know, if you consider this like a kudos for them, they always keep it interesting at the very yeah. least. And so, like, that's that's what's disappointing is they're good enough just to, like, let you down. Um, and so but, – but last year, obviously, with Dak and everybody else being injured, they did suck. And that, you know, I, I, I mean, people regard the Cowboys in this highway, and they should. But we also are living in a world where – and I don't know how well you remember this, Ace, or if you saw this. I know you're a Steelers fan, so maybe you're not paying as much attention to everything going on. But the Cowboys and their game against the San Francisco 49ers last year was flexed off of Sunday night football. Yeah, I keep – 
Right. So, you know, while the Cowboys do have this prestige and everything, this reputation and all the glitz and glamour, like you said, and you even mentioned their stadium, a game at their stadium that was on Sunday Night Football against one of their classic rivals in the 49ers was taken off of Sunday Night Football. And so, like, that's... That's but like you, you, like you're a Steelers fan and you're right that you're well you're right that there are certain NFL teams that are these blue blood classics but we now live you know in a world where there's so much football to be consumed all the time that you no long it, it you no longer to put a game on primetime have to have a classic team right because there well, are so many it. fans everywhere. Well, think about it, man. Look, look. So. The reason, I mean, you, I mean, you brought up that it got flexed. I mean, of course it would get flexed when you don't have your quarterback and the or the O line is, is 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 bruised, banged up. You know what I'm saying? Like at that point, it's expected that the 49 is about to blitz you, right? Right. Even though they were injured, like at that point, it's it, it, oh yeah, that too. I'm thinking like they was hurt, that they was healthy. That was the game they was hurt too. Yeah, at that point, that's just like. I mean, bro, that's kind of like who who really wants to watch that? Like, I know they got good, like like they're both like legendary teams, but nobody like wants to watch the current state of them. They both hurt, like like really hurt. Like, it's really no point. Like, of course there is, of course it's not a primetime game anymore. But one interesting thing though is that for a team that's that uh, uh, I, I don't want to bring this away from it, whatever. But like since we're talking about primetime games, like for a team that they're saying is gonna suck, they saying the Steelers gonna be straight garbage. We have literally five primetime games. I repeat, we have five primetime games. That's wild. Well, but but like to but the reason for that is the Steelers are a more competent organization, right? Like even so the, the reason the Cowboys suck last year, like we, we both agree obviously, is that they were super banged up, super injured, Dak Prescott was down. But even two years ago, was was it a Sunday night game when Pittsburgh went to Los yeah. Angeles to play the Chargers? Yeah. And it was Duck Hodges. Like they're still in the mix. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's the diff. That's the difference. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that is truly the difference between the Cowboys and everybody else. And you're right, a hundred percent, that okay, Dak Prescott's gone, so the Cowboys are no longer this draw. If that's true, then you're no longer the Cowboys that you think you are. Because if you need Dak Prescott to be the Cowboys, then Dak Prescott is the juice, not the Cowboys. You know, and no, like, no. good for good for Dak. It's not even just Dak in general, though, because because when you look at the team, right, what the team is historically, historically, right, when you not when you when you are, it wasn't obviously it was quarterbacks to an extent. You got Troy and Tony, but I'm saying more like Troy, but you know you got quarterbacks to an extent. But really, what the team really was historically was the O line, the running game, right. and the defense. When you don't have a defense at all. And literally, your O line is banged up from top to bottom, and you have Connor Williams starting. Who do you, who do you think wants to watch that game? And you have no quarterback because your quarterback literally just got hurt. Who wants to watch that game? I mean, what's, the other, what's another what's another banged up team that that whole defense has ACL tears with the with the with the uh, with the with the Niners? I just feel bad for Connor Williams. Connor Williams getting you know taking some shots here. That was that was a little unexpected. I had for to, him. bro. I had to. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, like I take shots at my own players. It, it, it's sure. just, we just gotta be like, we just gotta be real about it as fans, as, as what players are. I don't know why I just randomly said Connor Williams, but I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know if I love his blocking. Um, 
So Jonathan says in the chat, says, I'm 24. I've been a Cowboys fan all my life. And Ace is correct. Our fans are delusional. I'm no longer that fan. I'm not on the high horse about the Cowboys every year. They always disappoint. It's more so about the marketing than actually going out and winning games. It, it does is. feel that way. It and, is. And that, that's, it is. that's frustrating. You guys, y- y- y'all are like y'all are the biggest marketing player in the NFL every year. Bro, they always hype up, oh, my God, 12-4, and 13-3. and three. This boy about to be in a Super Bowl, like, and they got this and that, this and that, biggest state in the NFL, you know what I'm saying, highest played, highest paid players. They got everybody highest paid. They reset in the market every time. They're the best team in the league. You hear all of this every year, right? And the thing is, you know what I'm saying, when times show up, they have all these new additions, and they still about to go 9-8. I just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But it, it is what it is, bro. Uh, I I don't um, know. But at least y'all are, are Texas fans, bro. Do y'all do y'all know? Like I I y- y'all think y'all are going through something, man? Like yeah, um, Texas fans, bro. <laughs> it it could definitely be worse. To your point, um, which is a relief. But um, ultimately, you know, wanted to jump on here today. I hadn't had a chance. I mentioned I was traveling. Uh, we kind of talk about the Kyler Murray thing because I saw I mean, again. I don't. I I understand if somebody was upset by what by the way he said it, but at its core, what he said had a lot of truth. Uh, so Ace, thanks so much for for hopping on here with me. I uh, really appreciate you kind of going back and forth. Hope you have a great day, man. Uh, I'll be back next week uh, to do another one of these uh, here on Locker Room. So appreciate everybody hanging out, following along. Uh, everybody go follow Ace on Locker Room as well. Awesome. Ace, appreciate our man. Appreciate everybody for joining us. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.